I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Hello, all of you amazing ladies. I am so pumped for you to get to listen to today's episode, which is a live recording from a recent Facebook Live that me and my husband Grant did together in the Mom Empowered Facebook community. It was goofy and fun and insightful, and I really do hope that this conversation can spur on more conversations for you and your partner to have together around the topic of respect and love and how you are showing up for each other. Um, I know that respect can be a sensitive topic, but I wanted to have this conversation anyway because I know that it is possible for relationships to change. It is possible for people to change. And I do hope that as Grant and I were sharing some some parts of our journey that you see that change and hope really is possible. So with all of that being said, I hope you enjoy today's episode. And if it especially resonated with you, I would love to hear about it. You can reach out on Instagram or even share this episode to your stories and tag me at Jesse Aredia. All right, without further ado, here is my conversation with Grant on the topic of respect. Oh, oh, I hate when the camera does that. Okay. Oh, yeah. It does that. All right, is that fair? Yeah, it's good. I'm good. You good? Okay. Your first time? Okay, here we go. What'd you say? Is this your first time? <laughs> Hi guys, it's my first time doing a live. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, I'll help you out. <laughs> ah, I don't know why the camera did that. Okay, let's do this. Um, hey guys, I know this was so unplanned, so last minute. Let me tell you what happened. Today I was writing my notes for tomorrow's live that I was going to do, and sometimes I like to share my notes with my dear old husband Grant, who is so supportive and so kind, such a great listener most of the time. And I was sharing my notes with him, I was talking with him, and he just had some great insight and some great thoughts to share. And I was like, you know what? Like, we should do this live together. And he surprisingly agreed. (laughs) And so here we are. We are going live to talk with you guys about respect in relationships or respect in your marriage and just what to do if maybe you feel like your partner does not respect you. And we'll talk about like where respect even comes from and just all the different meanings of it and and just break down what it looks like to earn or to win respect um, from your partner. So before we dive in, do you have any thoughts or anything you want to start us off with? You're you're brilliant, and <laughs> when you shared these notes with me, I was. You, you made it sound like it wasn't going to be as good as it was. So because I wasn't it. sure. Yeah, but <laughs> no, I I was so excited by what you had. So let's okay. get right into it. Okay, let's dive in. So I know that this might be a sensitive subject. Um, for different reasons, but I, I do believe that the topic of respect is worth diving into because it's something that I know we've struggled with tremendously in our own marriage, and, and I know that a lot of you may be struggling with this as well. 
and I just I just want to dive into this so that if there is something that you haven't considered or if there is some insight to be gained here that you will begin to make some changes in your relationship that really could be fruitful for the both of you. Now, when I talk about respect, what I am meaning by that word is just a consideration or a regard for somebody's feelings, wishes, or rights. That, that, that's, I actually like Googled like meaning of respect because I wanted to make sure I was using the word correctly and that was what came up. Um, but here's the thing, I'm using the word earning towards something that I know you might feel a bit entitled or indignant about. Like the word earning might not sound right to you. You might believe that you should not have to earn your partner's respect and that you should just already naturally receive it by default. And you totally could argue for that. That is totally fine if that's what you want to believe. But I will say if your partner is not in the habit of showing respect towards you, then getting caught up in how you should already be receiving it because you are already like naturally deserving of it, that thought process doesn't tend to serve you or move the needle forward in any way. It actually just keeps you probably feeling upset or feeling resentful or just in that place of indignation. So I like to use the word earn because it has the connotation that there are times and reasons for for when your husband might not be giving you his respect. Just like there are times and reasons when you will not be giving him yours. And if you think about it, respect truly is always a choice that is left up to the person who is giving it and not by the person receiving it. I know that some of you ladies might be really struggling with the idea that your husband doesn't always respect you and that you somehow have to earn it. But I just want you to hear me out that working toward earning respect doesn't mean you're not worthy of respect. It just means that there is free will here. Regardless of how worthy you might be, you cannot force somebody to feel something toward you or regard you in a certain way that you may want. You may influence them. You may sway them. You, you can try to control or manipulate them. But whatever a person feels or thinks about you is not up to you. It is always up to them. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And like, it's so true. Like, regardless of how justified you may feel that you deserve their respect, like the, the fact of the matter is that we don't live in a perfect world. Like we're humans and we're, we're messy beings and we miss a lot of things and things get lost in, in communication or lack thereof. And like, it's, 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 it's hard sometimes for, for people to realize just what others are feeling and, and the respect that they feel like needs to be um, communicated between each other. Oh yeah. And you and I have had our <laughs> fair share of miscommunications. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive in. Let's talk about a few reasons for why your partner might not be currently holding respect or showing respect towards you. And then I want to break down what it means to earn it. We're going to talk about what many of us think will earn us respect or what we tell ourselves will earn us respect, like nagging or arguing or yelling or complaining. And then we're going to talk about what actually does earn real long-lasting respect, which is none of those things I just listed. Okay. So your partner might not be currently respecting you, meaning, again, he's not demonstrating or that that, con that consideration or regard for your feelings and wishes and rights because of what's going on inside of him. A person's feeling of respect towards somebody always comes from how they are thinking and perceiving that somebody. 
I'm going to say that one more time. A person's feeling of respect towards somebody always comes from how they are perceiving and how they are thinking about that somebody. So if you can tell that your partner is not respecting you or not feeling a measure of respect towards you, you can assume that there is some kind of disconnect happening in his mind, meaning there is a thought or some kind of belief standing in the way of him feeling that respect. And this could be a thought or belief about you. For example, he might genuinely think you're not deserving of his respect in a specific situation. I know that Grant could testify to this. I know that I can testify to this. But that's his thought. It's not necessarily the truth. But that's where he's at mentally. That's where he's at in his mind. Another thought or belief that might be keeping him from feeling respect towards you might be a thought or belief that he has about himself. For example... He might be in a self-absorbed state of thought or state of mind, meaning that he's thinking more so about his needs or his wants or his stress, his well-being, way more than he might be thinking about yours. Um, Grant, I know that we were talking about like, we were trying to recall times in the past where you did not necessarily feel respect toward me. And that was a really interesting conversation to like, hear about from your point of view I Mm -hmm. thought maybe I would just give you a second to to talk about that yeah yeah so um one the the last uh big time that I can remember where like I had um diminished respect for you would probably be uh a weekend uh or a couple of weekends in succession where um I had different priorities where like I had things that I wanted to get done that were important to me, uh, such as like mowing the lawn or changing the oil in the car or like just things that, um, I had been on my brain on the forefront, uh, for a long time. And just, I was like, okay, this is something that I'm going to remind Jesse and we're going to carve out the time and we're going to get this done. And then those weekends would come around and the things that I cared about weren't getting done. And it seemed like the things that Jess cared about were getting done. And so if that just made me feel uh, like I wasn't getting, um, like I wasn't being cared for. And like, as a result, I showed less and less respect for the things that Jesse cared about. And ultimately what it came down to was um m- me not having a clear picture of the priorities of the house, but also um, me being really just self-absorbed in in my own um, priorities and the things that mattered the most to me and something that we had to communicate and work on together to to come to an agreement on. Yeah, well, we were both self-absorbed. And and when when I'm saying self-absorbed, I'm not even meaning that in like the most negative way you can think of. I'm just meaning that in like a factual way of like, You are not thinking of other people necessarily. You are more absorbed or more thoughtful and considerate of yourself. And I was also being self-absorbed because every time that you said, like, I need to go, you know, mow the lawn or I want to do an oil change this weekend, I would go, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. But on the inside, I'm thinking, great, that's 30 to 45 minutes where I'm left alone with the kids again. And that means that that's less time given toward the things that I want to do. And like, I just had like all these thoughts about what it was going to cost me. Emphasis on the word me, just thinking about me. And honestly, like some of this could have been resolved if I had just like been a little bit more creative and just more direct and said, you know what, like, 
I want you to get those things done. I'm really worried that my stuff won't get done. So can we make a pact that both things get done? And because it is costing me um, like time, like I'm having to spend time even more so with the kids in a way that like I don't want to, can we like do an exchange where like I get to go off for like an hour or so and I can do things or I can just relax and just chill out. Like I just want to make sure that I'm getting a chance to get away because of these things that you're going to now go off and do. And I don't and even if, think you realize that that was where I was at mentally, but it was tough for of, me to let you go. Of course I didn't realize that because if I had, like if we had had that dialogue, then I would have said, okay, sure. Because like, I've never not given you your personal space or like your privacy or the time that you need to relax and to, and be your own person. Like whenever you ask for that time, I'm quick to give it to you. And so like, uh, it, it really was, a breakdown on both of our parts, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know like you guys might not realize this, but like advocating for my needs is actually a learned developed skill for me. Like I did not used to be able to say, Hey babe, like, can I have an hour upstairs to just lay in bed and do nothing? Like I would not say that I would instead be very mopey and moody and sit on the couch and just like have the kids like climb all over me. And then I would get like really upset and resentful. And then Grant would be wondering why I'm getting angry and upset because like I had to learn how to, first of all, like, like notice and acknowledge my needs but then second of all like actually verbalize those and do something about them which is why I'm so big on like reminding you guys like our men our partners are not mind readers and expecting them to do so is is doing both of us a disservice um but 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 us realizing this like just now because we were you know going back over our notes and we were thinking about those times like those weekends when we just kept having all these fights and these disagreements and neither of us were happy like i like it just confirms that sometimes respect issues are not even really issues of respect at all they're just issues of stress and unmet needs and poor communication like really mm -hmm. that's what was happening here and we just didn't know it yeah um yeah. Okay. So, All right. Well, let's yes. just, okay. <laughs> All right. So we're going to keep going. Um, so going back to what I was saying about why there might be reasons for why he is not showing respect towards you. One of those reasons, again, it might be because he's more self-absorbed. And I, I just, before we move on, I want you to pause for a moment and consider whether you could reach a point where that is actually okay with you. Or could you at least understand him being in this place? Could you at least have some empathy or understanding of it? Especially if you know that you yourself are in this place sometimes where, where you are thinking more about how you're doing or how you're feeling or, or what, you, what needs are not being met of yours or and more so than considering how he is doing and feeling. And, and you end up now being the one who is disrespecting or not fully being considerate of him. I just want you to be mindful of like, are are you wanting things from him that you yourself are not getting? Are there some kind of double standards here? Um, I just see in the comments, Bonnie says, hi, sorry I'm late. And Kelsey waved, hey guys, I'm so glad you're you're watching. Um, okay, cool. We've got some viewers. Let's, yeah, yeah. Hi. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's move on to reason number two for why your partner might not be currently respecting you, which is that you are not in a place to receive respect. I really want you to think about this. I know it might sound confusing or, or a little meta to some of you, but hear me out. If you are consumed with yourself 
And again, I don't mean that negatively. I just mean that in a factual way of you are mentally thinking more about where you're at, more about yourself and your own feelings and experiences than you're thinking about his or anybody else's. If you are consumed with yourself, what a person thinks or feels about you or how a person behaves towards you will then be perceived through your lens of your self-absorption. It will be perceived through the thoughts you're already thinking. So for example, if you are telling yourself that you are not respected because you're the only one who helps out around the house. I cannot count how many times I've heard this. You're the only, if you think you're not respected because you're the only one who cleans around the house, and this is the narrative that you are so focused on, you're not thinking about what load or stress your husband might be experiencing, or you might not be thinking about what he's feeling or what else he has going on in his life. You're more likely to interpret everything that he's doing and everything that's happening to you and everything that's being said to you in a way that proves what you're already believing, in a way that supports that story of he does not respect you because he is not helping around the house. This is confirmation bias, totally at work. This is something that all of our brains do. If we believe something to be true, we will always be more likely to look for evidence that will enable us to keep believing that thing. Because our brain likes for us to feel safe. And what doesn't feel safe, for most of us, is the feeling of being wrong. That does not feel safe. We do not like feeling wrong. So that one might, one might be going on. If you are telling yourself that you are not respected, because you are the only one who helps around the house, you're the only one who cleans the house, then you will use every scenario in which you are cleaning and he is not to further the belief that you are not respected. You're not even open to the idea that something else is going on and that him not helping around the house might not even be a respect issue at all, like we just said, but rather just be an issue of you have different priorities or your partner's in a place of his own self-absorption where he has his own narrative going on and his brain is telling him to protect himself by playing games on his phone or by checking out. Like this could all just be an issue of miscommunication, even where he, he's not fully realized and understood that him not helping out around the house is a signal of disrespect to you. He might not even know that. And for whatever reason, like I said earlier, there there is a thought standing in the way of that clicking for him. And this could be because there hasn't been enough conversation between you two that could actually help him bridge that gap. Hmm. And um, something that I wanted to speak to was, uh, <laughs> it, I, well, I can't speak for all men, but like I am a, a fairly forgetful or slightly clueless individual. And I, I think that I'm not in the, in the minority there. I think that uh, this has been a major stumbling block for us in our marriage is um, me forgetting something that was supposed to be done and it was the source of a lot of friction and a lot of fights uh, during during the early seasons of our marriage. And eventually it had to come to a point of growth for you where, where you had to realize that my forgetfulness is not necessarily a reflection of a lack of respect or a lack of love for you because like if if it was the sort of thing that was just communicated to me that one extra time then like I would jump to my feet and get it done because I wanted to serve you and I wanted to be there for you and it really was my honest to goodness thinking that there wasn't anything that needed to be done <laughs> which can sound ridiculous when you're looking around the house at a sink full of dishes and at you know a baby that needs to be changed and and I'm just 
clocked out because I'm I'm like it's the weekend like why would there be dishes in the sink yeah yeah (laughs) And, and and like what you're saying is like what he's referring to is there was a point in our relationship where I had to make the choice to not choose offense like I had to make the choice Mm. to not be offended by his forgetfulness like I had to like ask myself like truly do I want to spend the next 34 years of our marriage choosing to be offended every time he forgets something or do I want to choose forgiveness and to choose to believe the best and to choose to get to a point where I am healthy enough to not let that bother me which is like I mean that's just honestly like it really is a true testament to the power of even just working on your own growth and your own self like I know it's so great to talk about all the ways we want our spouse to change or all the ways we wish our relationship would change but sometimes just changing yourself really truly is enough it's enough it could change everything because when you are in a healthy enough place to know how to manage your mind and to know how to manage your emotions and to not be offended over things that used to bring you into a spiral, like that can set you free in so many different ways. I mean, that really is one of the things that enabled us to experience such a big 180 where, you know, I did go from lashing out all the time, constantly causing fights, like daily emotionally manipulating you, emotionally abusing you, throwing things, calling you names, like (laughs) the whole nine yards to us maybe having fights like every couple of months Mm -hmm. to us being mostly on the same page and to us being very quick to forgive and understand one another. Like it did not happen overnight, but one of the reasons why we did go through that change was because of my own journey of healing and self-growth which is where I kind of want to plug in some one-on-one coaching because some of you ladies, you don't even realize that the growth you're looking for and the change you're wanting in your relationship could come just from your own, just from your own journey. And all you need is just like a guide and a coach to help get you there. Okay, so this is the point where I I know, first of all, I do want to point out that Courtney just commented, it's really nice to hear Grant's perspective. Yay, that makes me so happy. Yay. That's why I want to invite him on because sometimes (laughs) it's good to just hear from a dude on things that, I don't know, maybe you don't want to hear me talk about all the time (laughs) anymore. Um, But this is the part where I have a feeling that some of you guys are, you're you're screaming at me like through the computer. But Jesse, I have explained it to him but Jesse I have told him so many times and he still just doesn't change and I get that like I know I know where you're at and you might be right like you really might be right but what I want you to be asking yourself if that's the case is did you really explain it have you really explained to him how not helping around the house feels disrespectful to you and did he affirm that he understood that explanation. Did you maybe ask him why this did not compute to him naturally or or what might be going on in his head that is keeping him from stepping up and demonstrating respect toward you in the way that you want? Or is it possible that maybe instead of doing all that explanation and that curiosity and that digging that you actually were more so complaining? or accusing him of disrespect without taking the time to help you both get on the same page and get to the bottom of what is really actually happening here? Did you just jump to the conclusion that him not helping is because he doesn't feel respect towards you or were you open and curious about what these reasons he might have 
for not helping her because truly there could be so many reasons. There could be so many that have nothing to do with respect at all. Respect is interpreted so differently by different people. And so you could have a conversation a few times and still walk away on different pages. I know that we have because of the way you each are wired and, and also because maybe the ways you ways you guys are communicating are not as effective as they could be. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think this is a great time to talk about one of our favorite tools uh, for proper communicating and for helping to reach that greater level of understanding. So Jesse, can you help me understand why the listening test is such a powerful tool? <laughs> I like what you did there. Thanks. Um, yeah, so there's a phrase that Grant and I use. We don't use it quite as often anymore, but we really relied on it heavily, like those first few years of marriage, where we would use the phrase, can you help me understand why blank? Mm -hmm. And we really could fill in the blank with anything. Can you help me understand why you left your shoes out by the door? Can you help me understand why you're on your phone right now while the baby's crying right next to you? Can you help me understand what? No, nothing. I was just going to jump in. I want you to lob it back to me. Like, I want us to do it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go it's ahead. Okay. Yeah, what's yours? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, um, the great thing about the listening test is just that it promotes curiosity instead of judgment. It, it is a question that is not asked with any bias, and it's a question that's not asked with any agenda. It is It is you humbling yourself and seeking to better understand your partner and seeking to better, like, have have a discussion, you know, instead of uh, complaining or instead of starting from a point of grief or angst. And so when you when you say, baby, can you help me understand why you forgot to do the dishes? Like, that's just the example we keep coming back to. Like, did you was it not a priority to you? Are there other things that you are more concerned about around the house right now? Or like what, help me understand the the goals that you have for this weekend or the way that you would like to um, help around the house or I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Speak to that. Well, I, I will never forget like there, I, I, I don't know why some things just stand out to me so much, but I think just because it really was so eye opening for me. But I remember there were several weekends in a row where we would all be at home alone, like, or we would be home together, like with the kids and I would be maybe in the kitchen, like doing dishes. And I would be thinking to myself, oh, that's great. Like Grant's with the girls. He's going to have quality time with them, like in a way that he doesn't get during the week. And I would look over and the kids would literally just be like doing nothing. And you would be on your phone. And I would get so pissed off, like so mad. Like I would march over to you and like snag that phone I ran, walk over to the back door, open up the back door and throw your phone out into the yard and slam the door. And I would be like, why don't you spend time with your children? Like, you know, like I would be so angry. And after several weeks of this happening, I finally was just like, Great. Can you help me understand why I keep looking over and you are on your phone during times when like you could be spending time with the kids like this is like one of your only days off with them like why are you on your phone and you had to stop and think about it. I don't even think you had an answer for me right then because like I think you really were mulling it over but you finally you were like you know what it is it's because on the weekends I'm, I'm not drinking coffee. And so I'm, I'm tired and also because I don't want to be cooped up in the house. I want to go do something. Like, can we like go to the aquarium? Can we even go to just the pet store? Like, yeah. I just want to take the girl somewhere. And ever since then, 
now when weekends come along, if I can tell, like, Gray is, like, on his phone a lot more than usual, like, I know, like, either he hasn't had his coffee yet, or he is antsy, and he needs to get out, and we need to go do something, or he needs to go out and take the kids and go do something, which I often send him out to go do, because I could stay home all day and be totally fine, but, like, that's the thing, like, he's wired differently, he's an Enneagram 7, he needs to go and do things, and all it took was for some extra digging with curiosity to get to the bottom of that. Do you even remember that happening? I don't. I mean, yeah. But I, <laughs> I believe it's, it's so true because, like, I'm not on my phone if we're out somewhere. Like, I'm not on my phone if we're out running an errand or just having fun with the girls at, like, a location that isn't the house. Like, the house is is the the safe place for phone time, I guess, for whatever reason. You think it's a safe yeah. place for phone time. No. Okay. So... <laughs> Okay, so I know that so far this might be a lot to take in, and, and these are just a couple of different reasons for why he might not be showing respect towards you, but now I want to break down the steps to earning that respect, and again, the giving of respect is always up to the person, not to the recipient, so I, I was trying to come up with like an analogy for this. We both came up with an analogy. I want you guys to vote in the comments which one is worse. <laughs> Okay, my analogy, Grant totally pooped. No, 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 no. You can't, you can't tell them which one is which because oh. it has to be double blind. Okay, so how are we gonna do that? Okay, no, they just, they just say which one is is their favorite, but they can't know because then they'll be picking favorites based on us. Okay, so how? Okay, so then give both. Okay, and you can pick. Which All right, so one. just randomly, I'm going to give you an an analogy, and I'm going to remember. Did you write? Okay, awesome, wonderful. So, um, there's. The first analogy is uh, when someone sets the bar for what you need to do to measure up in order to earn their respect, it's kind of like when you go to an amusement park and they say you have to be this tall to ride the ride. You have to meet the bar in order to earn someone's respect. And the, the second metaphor is the person at a carnival who has the power to decide how many targets you have to hit in order to win a prize. So they are, they are setting the goal. For you so vote in the comments which analogy is worse because they're both terrible they're, they're both pretty we bad. know they're god awful yeah. so bad okay <laughs> but the reason why i want to again emphasize how earning respect is not necessarily a bad thing it's just the reality of the situation is because my guess is if your spouse or partner is decently healthy enough of an individual Whatever that bar is or whatever that standard is that would earn his respect, it's most likely not far off or unattainable. It's not. But if he is not a healthy individual, which I do know can be the case, I do encounter with my clients because maybe there is some addiction going on or narcissism or a pattern of perfectionism or or emotional abuse or just something else of that nature that would deeply hinder their ability to feel and offer respect in a healthy way. If that is the case, then these suggestions might not be as helpful to you. I just want to I just want to emphasize that. And again, this has nothing to do with your worthiness and it has everything to do with where he is at mentally and emotionally, okay? But with all that being said, let's go ahead and dive in. I said earlier that a person's feeling of respect towards somebody always comes from how they are thinking and perceiving that somebody. And this is what we're going to use as our basis for figuring out what it looks like to earn his respect. We want to unlock the secrets of what needs to be happening in his mind 
in your partner's mind in order for him to then feel that dose of respect that would then lead him to show and demonstrate more respect. And when I say show and demonstrate more respect, I do mean what he sees as a sign of respect, not necessarily what you do. Because again, you guys could still have totally different meanings and that's not just something to keep communicating on and to get more on the same page on if you can. Um, but mm-hmm. step one, to earning respect, to getting into his mind so that you know where his respect even comes from is to get more clear on who he feels respect toward, why he feels respect toward them, and how this is how this is often reflected in his behavior. So for example, this person might be his boss, um, it might be a friend or a mentor, um, it could be a relative, it could be you, maybe he already does a fantastic job of respecting you, you just want to get a better understanding of why. Um, but just somebody that he would agree that he does feel respect toward. And we actually did this like over the dinner table before mm-hmm. I even, did I even bring this up to you or did I just start asking you questions blindly? Yeah, it was very sneaky. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. we're going to get to his answers like in a second. But so this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask him, like directly ask him to pick one or two people of who he feels respect toward and to do some digging with him on why he feels respect toward them. You don't just want to make up your own answers here. You really do want to get to the bottom of this together just by asking, what is it about this person or these people that create a feeling of respect or consideration or admiration in you? What are, what are you thinking about this person? What do you believe about this person? If it's his boss, he might say something along the lines of, well, I, I respect him because he, he's in charge. He's the lead of the whole company. Uh, he's entrusted me with this job and he did when he didn't have to. I see how he takes great care of his employees and he, he has good expectations of them. I agree with his values. I respect that. So I want to make him happy. Um, that might be what he says about his boss. If it's a friend, he might say something like, I respect my friend because I see we have the same values. He's a family man. He, he works hard. He provides for his family. He he has a good sense of direction and where he's going. He offers great advice. He He's self-made. He, he's composed, you know, whatever it is. But I want you to notice how whatever he says, whatever answers he comes up with, or with the answers I just gave, the examples I just gave, these are all just thoughts. These are all just beliefs that he might hold toward a person. And yet they are so powerful because they've created in him this feeling of regard and respect that... Joe Schmo just walking down the street would not receive from him, right? So Hmm. the point here is to take note of his words. What exactly is he saying? What language is he using? What is he believing? Yeah, I remember the um, the three individuals that we came up with. One was a family member, one was a mentor, and one was a friend. And you realized really quickly what they all had in common, and that was that they were all uh, leaders and they were all exceptional servants. And they were all um, just very, very composed individuals, people who uh, had had a good demeanor and were um, not easily swayed by the dramatics in life. And um, I know that that last one was something that you kind of struggled with for a while and probably led to a lack of respect from me. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because I am very emotional. (laughs) I'm a very emotional being and I am not shy in expressing that emotion. And you're right. Like I do know, and I did sense that like you at a certain point, like when I just reached like, like your max capacity for drama, 
you would just shut down. Mm -hmm. Like, I knew that, like, you were not looking to serve and understand me. You just wanted to fix this so that you could get out of this. I need it to stop. Yeah, like, you're just like, please (laughs) stop all the emotion. And, like, yes, on the one hand, I could be offended by that. And for years, I would get offended by that. Mm -hmm. I got really upset if Grant did not... Hold space for all of my emotion. If you don't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Yeah, like, I really, truly, like, like that, stop. But that was, like, where I was at. Like, I really did, I, I was, I would get so mad and upset and, and just, like, spiral because I could tell that his respect for me was diminishing. His affection for me was diminishing the more emotional I became. But I reached a point where I just had to look at myself in the mirror and recognize I'm not, I'm not behaving in a healthy enough way where maybe I should be getting his respect. And in a way, like, I'm degrading and disrespecting myself. Like, I'm disrespecting myself by allowing myself to think that I can just carry on this way and try to manipulate him in this way and try to get him to do all the things I want him to do to make me feel better without me putting in the work to be a normal, healthy person who can handle emotion without going into this deep black hole and trying to suck you down into it. That was a lot of heavy language, but you can tell, hopefully, that we've worked through these things, and that really is a great testament to how much people can change. But yeah, like, you respect composure. You respect logic. You respect non-dramatics. And I had to learn and, and become healthy enough of an individual to where I can respond to things more composed so that we can have more productive conversations where you're not just immediately checking out because I've lost interest I've lost respect and it just like there's just a disconnect there that's another great thing that the listening test has is that it's it's an emotionally neutral statement too and so it doesn't like get the hairs up on the back of a guy's neck like uh uh-oh emotion incoming you know and so like it, it it is that question that helps to enable you to have those conversations without it veering into the dramatic yeah yeah like saying can you help me understand is a lot different than saying what are you feeling right now (laughs) it's gonna be received a lot differently probably um okay so that is just step one just doing that initial digging of like who does he respect asking him why do you respect them what are the traits what are the qualities and then after that you'll want to do a little bit more digging and ask a more specific question of When you do respect these people or when you feel that respect or admiration, how do you behave around them? What do you do to them? What what do you say to them? Like, what's the outcome of that? What results do do you produce from that respect? And so, for example, if it's his boss, he might say, I follow orders. I show up on time. I work hard. I produce good results. Um, If it's his friend, he might say, I admire him. I don't talk crap about him. If he asks for a favor, I try to help him out. I listen to what he says. I I learn from him. I I take what he says to heart. So this is all step one. It's all just gathering information. It's all just having conversations to help the both of you gain some insight here on what respect actually means and looks like for your partner. Okay, because notice how the people he respects are likely also respecting him okay because I do think like that's an important thing to notice too notice how these people are living their life 
Notice whether or not there's a reciprocating relationship here. And you may want to ask yourself, do we have that kind of reciprocating relationship? Am I respecting him? Are we playing a game of respect chicken in our house where we're trying to see who will go first? Just do that digging. Get curious with yourself. The point is not to judge yourself here for not being or having the same respect from him that these people do. It's just to get curious. And now step two, and this is the work that you'll probably want to do on your own apart from him, but it's just to take this knowledge you've learned and to actually do some creative thinking, like literally like put pen to paper and, and write down some ideas of what it might mean or what it might look like for you to show up in such a way in his life that he is more likely to be triggered to have these similar thoughts that he has around his boss, his, his dad, his friend, or whoever, that he might be triggered to have these thoughts toward you instead of how you might be currently showing up, which is the nagging and the arguing or the yelling or what have you, whatever it is that's not working. Okay, I just want you to ask like what will work, what has worked with these other people in his life, how, how can I experiment with this, how can I use this knowledge to my advantage, how can I begin to speak more of his language, you know, you might realize that what he respects about his boss is that he's a strong leader. And maybe there's some strong leadership skills that are lacking within the home. Maybe, maybe maybe nobody knows with certainty who's doing what around the house. And nobody's delegating with confidence. And you're not keeping a tight ship in a healthy way. And you don't have any proper boundaries in place. Yeah. Do, do you concur? I concur. Okay. He concurs. Or maybe the friend he admires and respects is the kind of guy who, like we mentioned, he doesn't start drama. He doesn't put up with drama. Whereas with you, he feels like he has to kind of walk on eggshells a bit. Your mood is always up in the air and it can flip in a second. So there's there's a lack of stability and maturity there in his eyes that keeps him from taking you as seriously as he could be. Now, I know that this kind of brainstorming and asking yourself these questions, it does take humility. It, it takes humility to lay down the blame and the resentment and that, that indignation. It takes humility to choose curiosity over judgment. It takes humility to admit that there may be some changes needing to happen on your part in order for him to begin to see you in a new light. But believe me, ladies, it can be so rewarding because when you are no longer fighting for respect, it will become so much more obvious to you all of the options available to you for winning his respect. And you can win his respect. It's not too late to help him see things, to help him see you in a different way. It's not too late to change your reputation if there are changes that need to be made. Yeah, and if I were to kind of break it down um, to like the three key elements for like any any relationship to have good uh, respect between both parties, it's, it's going to be uh, humility and service and good communication, and that will get you so far, and it'll, it'll really lead to the sort of um, healthy two-way respect relationship that everybody wants to have. Yeah, definitely. I just saw in the comments, Courtney asked, um, do you mean changing just unhealthy behaviors within you that trigger him only? Or are you speaking to actual traits? Example, I'm sensitive, not to be confused with overly emotional, but he seems to feel lack of respect for me in that because his mom is not sensitive or shows emotion, and he really respects that in her. Okay, well, I guess I would first just want to ask, like, how do you know that he feels a lack of respect for you because of that? Like, has he said, like, 
I do not respect you? Or is it simply that he doesn't understand you? Like, I just want you to get very curious here of like, is even this a story that I'm telling myself that because I'm sensitive, he does not respect me or he does not show respect. And if, if that really is the case, if like you being sensitive is like not okay with him and he just doesn't have respect for him, I guess I would wonder like, what is it then that's going on in him that has equated sensitivity with that's not worthy of respect here? Hmm. Because again, I'm, I do like to point out like, yes, there are unhealthy things that are going on in us. But like I mentioned earlier, there could be so many unhealthy things going on in him. Not to say that like he's just this deeply unhealthy person, but we all have junk that we bring into our marriages and we bring into our relationships. So if he has said things to that effect of like, I don't respect you because you're too sensitive, then I would say it might not be so much that there are things needing to be changed on your part, but if you are wanting to produce change or if you are wanting to move the needle forward, I would at least get curious with, okay, so if you do not respect this part of me, what parts do you respect? What parts can I lean more into? It's not all about trying to conform to me his needs, but I will say that like if he's not in a place where he's able to immediately respect your sensitivity, look for the things that he can respect. Look for the things that you know he does admire and nurture and cultivate those things while also hoping and encouraging him to get to a healthier place for himself and for the both of you to where you guys can be on the same page and you can both thrive as the individuals you're wired to be. Like we mentioned earlier, Grant's forgetfulness. Like I don't respect his forgetfulness. Like I think that that's like silly, but I can at least understand it. I can at least allow it. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh yay, like I admire this about you. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that forgetfulness is like the same as sensitivity, but I'm just saying like there will always be things about our partners that we will not respect, and there could be different reasons for that. But we could at least understand. And I, I wonder, like, could he at least understand it? Can he at least hold space for it? And if not, that might have way more to do with him than with you. I hope that that helps, or is at least somewhat encouraging to you. Um, okay, so. All of that being said, this has been a loaded conversation. I know we, we covered a lot of different things. And the last thing I just want to hit on is that, and this will probably be encouraging for you too, Courtney, is that your man might need to be changing too. He might need <laughs> to change too, because we are all imperfect people, but you have no control over that. We don't like it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Believe me, I have I have tried to control <laughs> this guy, but we don't. And trying to force respect out of our partners is typically unproductive, and usually creates more drama and conflict in the relationship. Versus you using that brilliant creative mind that I know you have to start to woo him and influence him and sway his mind about you. Like, don't forget, you have charm. Like, there's a reason why he fell in love with you and he and he wanted to be with you. But maybe you've forgotten how to use that charm. Because, for example, you could be, like, maybe you've been so caught up in how things aren't measuring up to your standards. And, and maybe you have been more self-absorbed. Again, it doesn't have to be super negative, but just a factual way of, like, I do think more so about myself. Maybe you do fall into some patterns of self-pitying. Maybe you are self-indignant, but I am telling you, for everyone who's watching today, you are better than those things. You are better than that. 
You have what it takes to be a strong, confident, empowered woman who can lead herself and her relationship in a healthy way and can cultivate new patterns in the home that can change everything. Okay? So is there anything that you want to say before we close out? You're brilliant. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, thank you for being on. All right. I do hope that this was eye-opening to you. I hope it challenged you in some good, helpful ways. And as always, I'm here for you. All right, ladies, we will chat again next week.